The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome to Luna the Podcast. My name is Carolina Salazar, also known as the Carolina Lifestyle on TikTok and Instagram. My goal with this podcast is to demystify modern spirituality, talk about all things holistic health and wellness, and to also empower you to show up as your best and highest self. Thank you so much for being here. I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast for another guest episode. I am so excited for this one. I am here with Maria Camila Jaramillo. She is one of my very good friends. She is a biologist and also a jewelry designer, and she is studying sustainability at Columbia University right now. And today we're sitting here to talk about all things spirituality, manifestation, and even more. So to get started, can you please share your sun, moon, and rising? Hi, so I'm a Taurus sun, I'm a Cancer rising, and Aquarius moon. Um, So it's almost my birthday, April 30th, and there's going to be an eclipse on my birthday. A eclipse birthday? Mm -hmm. It's going to be quite a birthday. We're almost a week apart, birthday-wise, so that's pretty cool. We're almost birthday twins, but we are Taurus twins so uh, I would love to get started talking a little bit about how you got in touch with spirituality because you were telling me that there is an aspect of your story that is more scientific than most people's spiritual journeys are Mm -hmm. and I'm really interested to hear more about it because I do think there are a lot of people who are more skeptical or who are more worried about the science behind everything so I would love for you to start by sharing your story. Yes, so I've had quite a journey with spirituality because I am a biologist and my background and my my experience is very technical and very on the science of stuff. So my way of thinking is I always want to understand the reason behind things. And at some point I thought this was like antagonistic to spirituality. But then I've had like certain pivotal like events in my life which led me into being a very spiritual person and understanding that science is not opposite to spirituality. So I think the very first moment in which I opened my mind to spirituality and just um, started being more curious about this was when I was in undergrad in college. I had a class in chemistry and quantum physics, so very hardcore science. And the professor, he was very passionate about all of what he did. 
And one day we started speaking and we were like, what do you think about science and religion and spirituality? Are there like um, opposites or do you like believe in those, in both like being such a like intellectual person? And we engaged in this conversation and he explained, I think what for me is like the meaning of life <laughs> through this, through, like from the science perspective, like spirituality through science perspective. So I'm gonna go very like deep into science, but like it's in order to explain everything that spirituality is. So he explained. Ready for it. Ready? Are you ready? <laughs> I'm for ready. It? I'm ready for the science. For a science lesson. So what he told us, he explained. You know Einstein. He has the theory of relativity. It is based in the fact that an atom is neither energy nor matter. You know. So if you go like to an atom, which is like the basic unit of life. You cannot grab it with a piece of, like, you cannot grab it because it's just energy. It's just a cluster of energy. However, like, we are made of atoms and, you, like, you can grab us. We as humans, we are both, like, we are made of atoms. So, right. Uh, so, we are both matter. matter. We're matter, but we are also energy. We are both at the same time. So he explained to us that like many leaders, like not only Einstein, but Thomas Edison, many like important uh, characters of our history, they believed in the quantum, like quantum self. And they worked with the quantum self and they worked with their energetic self. So that's when I started getting really curious about energy. And I understood that the fact that we cannot see energy and that we cannot see our energetic selves doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Like, for example, we know that we're made of atoms, we can't see the atoms. We can't see the atoms, but you know, you're made of atoms. And you know, atoms are also energy, so the fact that you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. So he explained us that, and how uh, these leaders, they worked with their energy and their quantum self to get things done, basically. So that's when I started being very curious about spirituality and energy and like just working with our energetic self. Mm -hmm. And what happened after that? And then, okay, and then I've, I've started getting very curious, curious, oh my god, curious. <laughs> and I've always had, like, this connection with the moon. I, I, like, this fascination with the moon. I could stare at the moon for hours and hours. So I started, like, digging deeper into, like, the connection of us as humans, the energy, the moon, the, like, gravitational pull, what effect does it like, have on humans? And I discovered, like, it's not fantasy, it's actually real. It's like the power the moon has, has on us as humans is um, the same as it has on tides, on our oceans, on agriculture, on our menstrual cycle. Like We are made of water. We are made of water. Like If the moon can control the tides and the earth is 70% water, then what can it do to us? We're 70% water as well. Like It does have an effect on, on us. So... Just like seeing so many similarities and like uh, connections with the moon and as as humans and as women especially, mm -hmm. like the moon has thirteen cycles around the year. We as women we have thirteen men menstrual cycles during the year, so there's many connections like of us as women and the moon energy, which I started getting very curious about and just trying to understand the science behind this and trying to get people to know this is not fantasy. This is not just me being silly. It's actually something that's real and like there's an explanation behind it. The fact that you don't know it doesn't mean like it's it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm, for sure. Mm -hmm. And so 
when it comes to the moon and like the fact that it does affect us as humans, mm-hmm. as women, because we are also made of water. Could you elaborate on that? Like how, from a scientific perspective, how does the moon work. affect us? On us. So, you know, the moon is the closest sat- satellite to Earth. Um, like so we have a satellite in the moon or do you mean planet? No, I mean like satellite is any object that is around the Earth. That's what okay. you call so it's like the oh. closest object to Earth. Right. So it has the like the biggest effect on Earth, like the most immediate effect on Earth. So it has a gravitational pull, which affects ma- all processes on Earth. So when the moon is closer to the Earth, it has the strongest gravitational pull, and that's why the tides go up when there's like a full moon. And that's why farmers, they grow religiously under the moon calendar because they know that crops that... If they wanted to grow taller, then they they planted when it's closer, the moon is closer to Earth. So it's just the moon has this gravitational pull on us, and uh, on us as human beings, we're also 70% water. So on all aspects, it affects us. Like if you ask, like for example, on a hospital, the days uh-huh. where there's more activity is on full moons, because it just affects us so deeply as humans. So it's basically that gravitational pull on us Mm -hmm. or on our systems and yeah and i also on full moons like everyone's always feeling more emotional there's Uh like the water element is also associated with our emotions with our sacral chakra with different Mm -hmm. themes that revolve around the feminine especially like the water signs pisces cancer and scorpio all also about the also all about emotions and water Mm -hmm. and the moon does rule cancer which is one of the water signs which we both have Mm -hmm. we have cancer rising i have a cancer moon so i think it's really cool because i think everyone who i know who has some cancer placement has a fascination with the moon or like the moon cycles they're just very connected to the moon Mm -hmm. um and so it's really interesting that on those weekends especially when the moon is full or when the moon is new or different moments of the moon cycle there is the emotional component that Uh also and also intuition your intuition just goes up when you're closer to the moon because that's also some of the like uh history wise it's always been like related to intuition the moon the connection like to your woman intuition yeah so but no, yeah. yeah. So you For started sure. going into the moon. You started understanding that, and then did that that lead to another part of your awakening or connection to spirituality? I think it somehow empowered me to do some of the projects and things I was too scared to do before. So I think with the moon as an inspiration, that's how I started my own personal brand, my jewelry brand, and that's how I go from being a biologist to a jewelry designer. So I started uh, creating this jewelry because I wanted like women to feel like empowered as I felt empowered by the moon and by this energy of the moon. Like it just gave me the strength to like do this like entrepreneurship I was too scared to do. And yeah, so I started building my own business and it was scary at first, but just when you do what you're passionate about, things just fall into place. So... (laughs) Yes, I like. I think I took this inspiration for the moon and use it on another aspect of my life, which I love very much and I enjoy. Yes, I love that, and I'm just gonna chime in as the in-house astrologer here to <laughs> point out how cool it is that like the, your Aquarius uh, moon mm-hmm. is literally your more data-driven 
mm-hmm. scientific side and then there's also your cancer side that is connected to the moon in particular and then there's your Taurus sun which is more like the physical product mm-hmm. making something beautiful, beautiful making something venusian inspiring women so i think it's super cool how that happens and so transitioning into that can you talk about mar de luna a little bit more how i mean the name itself mm-hmm. you know mar de luna in spanish means in english ocean of moon or like the moon's ocean yeah and so i think that's really cool because you were also talking about how you were inspired by the tides of the moon and Mm -hmm. how they're affected how they affect us and how they're connected to us Uh and how we're connected to the moon how we can see that through something scientific through the water Mm -hmm. so could you dive into a little bit about how the process of building your own brand was like (laughs) the challenges what it taught you all of it perfect yeah so now we are from science to business Yes. So the name of the brand is, yes, Luna. It had to be there because I have this fascination with the moon. It's my inspiration always. But then Mar, like the sea, it's sort of like a metaphor of these like empowering energy, like spilling all over like the sea does, you know, like the, like just covering everything. So that's where the name comes from, Mar de Luna. And then starting my business, so I never even believed in myself that I could be like a business person I was a biologist like what I was I thought like what am I thinking about like doing a jewelry business but then I just started buying the materials this is something I do since I was a child I, a child I've always done like jewelry like crafts and I bought some of some gold chains but you buy in bulk so I bought some gold chains I bought the charms I bought the materials and I started like doing these necklaces I really liked with moon charms and with like astro charms like the different signs and I was like okay I'm gonna try to sell these and if they don't sell I'll keep them myself because I really love them so it was like very open no to, pressure no pressure surrendering. Uh-huh, surrendering to whatever could happen so I opened an Instagram page I think Instagram was a little more friendly on that time how <laughs> I, long ago was it it was three years ago okay so I opened an Instagram page, I took a picture of one of my necklaces, I posted it, and I had 15 followers. So <laughs> my mom, my dad, my siblings, <laughs> my boyfriend, and like five random uh, followers. And then someone, like three days after, texted me and was like, hi, I want to buy this necklace, how much is it? And I was like, oh my god, really? Like, what? <laughs> really? You really want it? And she was like, yes, I want it. And I was like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, yes, yes, sure, like, I sold that like first necklace and that was all I needed like to start believing on myself uh, like sadly I needed someone else's app- like approval for me to believe in myself but but it was also like a sign from the universe yeah it was meant uh-huh to be and to just grow yeah I thought it was it was amazing I only had 15 followers and then someone wanted to buy something for me I couldn't like believe that but yeah that's how it started and then I just started like posting like pictures of my necklaces and started growing building a community I loved interacting with people so it just like it was very natural and yeah I just started growing at first I must confess I didn't take it very seriously like I wasn't very how do you say that like diligent like I didn't keep track um, of my sales I didn't know like how much percentage of revenue Mm. and profit I was making I just knew it was profitable and I was having fun doing it. 
so that was okay for me and I just started growing and then I like I got to a point where I said like okay I need to like settle down like look at the numbers and make this like a serious business embrace your tourist uh-huh. side <laughs> yeah and then I I did that and like that's where did I you change today. things based off on that like after you started looking more on the business side did you make any changes yes into the model? so um because I'm I was doing this out of passion mm-hmm. it was just something I enjoyed so much it was like a hobby for me I think I wasn't charging I started like looking at the numbers and I was like I'm not paying myself <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not really paying myself so I like reconsidered how much I was charging also um this allowed me to the opportunity to grow more because I had like more to reinvest on the brand I think basically when like Overall, it's always been like a good experience and I've always been growing because I think whenever you do something with like with passion, it just like works, you know? Yeah. Whenever you do something you love, it works. Exactly. I think also a really amazing aspect of it is that you weren't putting pressure on it. No, I wasn't. And mm-hmm. when we put pressure on things and we try to control and we're not in that surrendered state, that's when things feel so difficult because mm-hmm. you're trying to micromanage or control and like you really... I, I see from your story, like, let the universe also help you. You let the universe step in and kind of guide you along the way on what to do. And something inside of you one day was like, okay, I'm going to go and look, look at the numbers or I'm going to change this and change that and mm. evolve along the growth of the brand. And three years is a long time. Right. So that's mm-hmm. really amazing. Yeah, I did have to stop because of COVID, but... I think on my third years, when like after I stopped and I was gonna start again, that's when I said, okay, I'm gonna have a fresh start and I'm gonna do it well. Like I'm gonna do it full on, full on, right? Uh huh. And yeah, that's how. And that was how long ago? So it was beginning of 2021. Okay. So okay, this the thing with my my business is like everything's been flowing for me. But then I've had to restart several times. So my business is based on Colombia because I'm Colombian. So I have all of my clients in Colombia. I have all of my production line in Colombia. And now I moved to New York and I have to start all over again. But as I said, I feel like things just flow your way when you love what you do. And I've been getting like these opportunities to expand my market here. So that's what I'm working on right now. Yes. So we have a very exciting update for <laughs> the audience and for both the Luna community and the Carolina Lifestyle community is that we are collaborating actually on a line that is basically uniting Mar de Luna with the Carolina Lifestyle and Luna. It's so cool that we both are interested in the moon and like it's no coincidence that my podcast is also called Luna. It, so we're launching essentially a collab product And I would love for you to talk a little bit about the product and the meaning behind the the product and then also what it's made out of, just like more details about that too. Okay, so the product is a super pretty necklace. So all of my products are gold base or gold field, which is a very nice in-between from solid gold, which we like extremely expensive, $300 or more. And like gold plated, which is what you can find on Sarah or H&M or like any like of this. That would like tarnish. Tarnish, and... uh-huh. So it's a very nice in-between in which it won't tarnish. It's made of steel with gold, uh, with a gold bait. I think in, in the US they call it gold vermeil or uh-huh. something like that. Yeah, I think another definition is gold field. 
I don't know if it's the exact definition, but it's mm -hmm. basically it's five percent gold per per gram. Of, okay, of the jewelry of the piece. So it has a charm. It's an eye. It represents our intuition and what we were talking about, our connection with the moon, and just like leveraging this intuition we have as women. So we thought it would be just like the perfect combination between both of our interests and personalities. Yes. So, and it's so beautiful. I'm literally so excited. <laughs> we are recording this on camera, so I'm going to show it to the camera. It's so pretty. And I also think the like thicker gold chain is so in right now. It's mm. so pretty. There's also a limited quantity. So it's yes. a very special launch. So if you want to see pictures, if you want to get your own, you can check it out on my Instagram or on the Mar de Luna Instagram. And we're going to be selling it on the Mar de Luna website. So keep an eye out for that. Today is the official launch day on the day that this podcast is going out. So I'm <laughs> so excited. And we're recording this a few weeks before the launch date. So when this is live, this will have been in the works for a few weeks, <laughs> which is very exciting so yeah i'm just so happy that we're doing this and i think it's an amazing beautiful necklace and just such a synchronicity and alignment so i think that's really cool and i think that's something my audience will also really like and it's a fresh start for you right right uh-huh just being able to bring this all the way from colombia to here and give it to you guys with such love and intention that I'm just so happy we're able to do this. Yes, me too. And it's handmade also, it's right? It's handmade. Uh-huh, completely handmade. That's amazing. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> okay, so that's the exciting announcement of this episode. Something else I want to talk to you about is also, like, we've had a few conversations about past lives and our thoughts around that and I think we right. really have very similar <laughs> beliefs around that so I also would love to hear about your experience like when you first got in contact with that part of spirituality mm -hmm. and just your view into why we're on earth our journey on earth as souls mm -hmm. so share a little bit about that oh my god this is a broad topic as well I really love it um so there's been again certain moments I think we all have that book that gets you like into something really into something for so for me I have a book I always recommend everyone this book which really got me into spirituality and just made me understand that like really understand that everything happens for a reason there's no coincidences everything happens for a reason which is called many lives many masters from Brian Weiss you should read it. Everyone should read it. It's a must in everyone's life. I am going to read it. I am so excited to read this book. <laughs> so this book is basically about, um, and I feel very related now that I think about it, I feel very related to the story. He was this doctor. He actually worked at Mount Sinai here in New York. And he was a psychiatrist. And he worked with hypnosis as a therapy to heal certain, uh, like, traumas people had right so he made them remember uh traumas of their childhood because hypnosis is just you are so focused you're in a very a state of very high mental focus that you remember and you do whatever people tell you yeah so and i think side note people a lot of people are like creeped out by hypnosis or think it's like woo woo or whatever uh -huh. but hypnosis is basically taking us to a brain state that we mm. get to when we're 
essentially asleep or right before to fall asleep yeah right before falling asleep and it's and I've, i've been like i've done it before it's just you're so concentrated on one on these people on this person's voice you just do whatever he tells you to do so if he tells you to remember when you were five years old you will perfectly remember because you're just so concentrated You like your mind is incredible. It remembers everything, just you cannot recall it. It's just your subconscious mind. Yeah, it just stores your, all of your memory. It stores, uh huh. It stores all of your memory. So you just like when you're distracted in their everyday life, you cannot recall it, but it stores everything. So when you get to this state of consciousness, you can remember any everything. So the book was about the psychiatrist. He was treating a patient, and he was treating her for months and months and months. And she was, she had a trauma with water. She couldn't, like, she, yeah, she couldn't stand water. And he recalled several, like, traumatic effects, uh, events in her childhood, but she wasn't getting over it. So they kept going and going, and then she started recalling events and things that looked to him as if it was a past life. So he was very conflicted because he was a doctor. He was, again, a scientist. Mm. And this, like, how could this be possible? But then he started, like, he kept on going and going and having more sessions with her. And he realized, yes, this is, she's recalling past lives. These are past lives and this is a thing and it exists. I don't want to spoil the book. It's a very good book. You have to read it. But that's basically how I really started, like, really believing into the past life. I had people... I like talked to me about this before. Um, and you were skeptical, and I was a bit, a little bit, yeah, a little bit skeptical. But just reading this book, everything made so much sense for me that I have no doubt, like doubt right now. There, there are past lives. Like for example, he like he mentioned something like, why do you think there's kids that are born like with this innate talent? Like for example, to play a piano. It's mm-hmm. not because like it's not out of the blue. It comes from somewhere. And most like it comes from past lives. So, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about it? I love that. Yeah, no, and we're very aligned on that because similarly to you, I also had a book that I read that transformed my view on past Mm -hmm. lives. I was always interested in it and my mom is very spiritual. So she's talked about like spiritual related things when I was growing up, but we never really, really touched on the topic of past lives. It's just like a fascination that I have mm-hmm. and she actually recently asked me like I think it was yesterday like why are you so <laughs> interested in this stuff and I couldn't really come up with a logical reason but uh, it's just something inside of me calls me to these topics and I read this book called The Journey of Souls and it's also written by a man who was a skeptic and then got into some hypnotic experiments where he was asking people like the same questions and then they would answer based on what happened to them from the moment that they die Mm -hmm. into the in-between of lives. So he was saying a lot of people have used hypnosis to get people to their access their past lives and recount what they lived through in those lives. But he had not seen a lot of experiments where they were being asked what happened in between the lives. So that's what this book focuses Mm -hmm. on. And so I really learned a lot about how we pick the life we're in, how we pick our family, the experiences we have, and how everything that we choose for this lifetime is based on something that we learned or experienced in a past life or a lesson we never completed. So everything is happening for a very specific reason. Like all the people that you attract are here to mirror yeah, or help you. The first thing you choose are your parents. Project. Like starting mm-hmm. by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like you choose your parents. You also choose where in the world you want to live. 
and then the lessons and how they're going to play out. And so, yeah, it really also changed my life right. when I read that book. And we all have these lessons that, like, we face certain situations that repeat itself and repeat, like... Patterns. Patterns, uh-huh. And this just means you're here to learn a lesson and you haven't learned it yet. And so you're going to keep facing the situation until you learn that lesson. Until you basically close that soul contract. Uh-huh. Which was, like, I came to Earth to learn to X, learn. Y, and Z. And then, right. like, when you... And we come with many soul contracts. And then as we move through our life and as we learn different things and realize mm -hmm. our patterns and then heal those patterns <laughs> and learn what... That like what is that teaching me like why does that keep showing up so yeah i think our patterns are like huge indicators yeah and this like the more i read and for many different perspectives the more i see everything connects and from all perspectives i see that even from religiousness i see that we as souls we choose the lessons we want to learn here on earth so It's just, it made me really aware. Now I'm very aware of like every situation I'm in. Like, what can I learn from this? Like, what, yes. why did this happen? What's the, pur the purpose of this happening? Yes, like, Because I think learning about past lives really helps you embrace that mindset uh -huh. of the past and your experiences being teachers and not teachers. things to shame yourself about. Right. So, yeah, it's just, it puts you in this state of always want to learn from experiences, from what you live. And taking even bad experiences as lessons and not as something negative so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah amazing and speaking of that you know in terms of like past lives and the more like the occult i will mm -hmm. say like i think this these topics are kind of taboo so it's really cool to be able to talk about yeah. them yes because there's a lot like honestly i don't have a lot of friends that mm -hmm. like know as much as i do or are interested in as depth as i am mm -hmm. uh, on these things so it's really cool that you know even though you have a science background even though you are a very scientific minded person you still were able to access this whole world because you went through the lens of science too. Like, mm -hmm. you started out by reading a book about a scientist, a doctor, you know, who used something pretty scientific, which is the hypnotic, you know, treatment to arrive at these realizations. So I think that's really cool. And so we've also talked a little bit before about wanting to learn about your own past lives right. and, <laughs> like, working with mediums or psychics or angel readers. So... Do you want to share a little bit about your experience with that too? Yes. So I, like tapping into these many aspects of spirituality, I went to an angel reading. Um, she just connects with your angels and with your soul. And there's something called registros akashicos. Akashic records. Uh -huh, Akashic records, right. So she basically, she's able to connect with your higher self and read those records and see mm. what your soul wants okay so she's able to like it's basically this the history of your soul what what lessons you've learned in past lives what you're here to learn and who what people have you met in past lives are present today so she basically um so this is this is very personal but i'm gonna say it because yeah whatever i'm sharing with you um being vulnerable yeah she told me like basically And without me telling her anything, she told me I'm here to learn from um, insecureness. So, and it made so much sense for me because she told me not in the sense of like danger, but in the sense of like, you keep showing yourself who you are, demonstrating to you like what you're capable of. 
and even so you still doubt yourself every time you do it so that's like a, a pattern in my life of course but after she told me that i was like okay it makes a lot of sense and now that i know that this is a lesson that i have to learn i embrace it and, and you're more aware of it I'm and you're aware, more uh-huh. focused on healing that and working through those feelings right and yeah it was just so like relieving like hearing that because i wasn't even aware of that and when she told me that i was like it made so much sense she yeah. also she told you all kind of stuff who are your guardian angels like um and also she told me about like persons that were in my life before so with my father specifically i like there's my father i think is the most important like important person in my life he told me he's always been like that supporting person figure uh-huh figure in past lives and not not always as a father daughter relationship he can be like brother sister he could be a friend but he told me we've met like on 13 past lives so it really makes sense because I can not really explain the like the connection I have with my father so yeah it's so powerful thank you for sharing that I Mm -hmm. also think it's interesting because I don't know if everyone who's listening to this who is a Taurus will relate but (laughs) Taurus traditionally in astrology it is related to the second house and the second house of our birth chart is basically it's related to a lot of things one of them is safety and security it's also related to like values and worth and our Mm self-worth and our sense of value of ourselves so I've also actually had to go through a lot of experiences of doubting myself of feeling insecure of feeling like I can't achieve the things that I want and like it's a lot Taurus is also a lot of a lot about the comfort zone Mm -hmm. what's comfortable and expanding and growing and trying new things and achieving things we've never done before is very uncomfortable so it I also think that we like pick our signs and we pick like our birthday for a reason too because our birth chart does indicate different patterns as well in our life so I really relate to what you shared also as a Taurus and I think that maybe that's why your soul decides to be born and like Mm -hmm. and incarnate in that specific moment or like get into your mom's belly in that particular time so right and like we all feel I think everyone feels insecure obviously but it's just like you keep seeing these patterns in your life where you're like why am I insecure if I've done this so many times before so it's just learning about that and like getting over it basically it's a process and like yeah for sure yeah I think that's really true like everyone kind of goes through insecurity and everyone Mm -hmm. has different insecurities like for some people it's more related to achievement some Mm -hmm. people it's more related to their body like we all feel it but some of us I think don't let the proof speak for itself and like change that those beliefs that we have so I think that's really like vulnerable vulnerable of you to share and really interesting I actually recently did I've done a few different psychic and medium readings so Mm -hmm. the first time I ever did something like this it was with like Reiki healing like energy healing and then she was she kind of told me a few things but it wasn't that in depth and then I did a psychic reading and she told me a lot of stuff but it was it was more about like this life and stuff and then I did another reading very recently that it was actually a Reiki with mediumship and then I did a full mediumship reading with that same person and she told me about so many of my past lives like different ones and the people and like people I've incarnated with before and soul contracts that I'm working through and I think it's really empowering in a way because you realize that like 
you're not a victim mm-hmm. of whatever you're going through. You're actually no, you're, kind of subconsciously picking those things for a reason. You're picking those things, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, like, it's crazy. And even, like, even before, I've had, like, I told you about this story, but, it like, past lives, they also explain, like, there's people who also, like, have this certain... They always have, like, this sort of the same role in your life. So I had, I told you about this. I had, like, a breakup several years ago, and it's been, like, one of the most difficult things I've, like, ever been through. I'm over it now. I'm, like, I'm okay, <laughs> but it was very hard at the time because I was facing many, many changes in my life. I was moving away from the country uh, for the first time. I was, like, my dog just died. It was, like, a very low point in my life. And I met this person, like, out of the blue. I wasn't expecting it. And this person was very spiritual. This was, also, like, also one of the, like, people who really got me into spirituality. And he was very spiritual, and he... I don't want, like, this is... Very, I don't want to, like, give details... Like, overshare his overshare life. Overshare his life. But the thing is, he had, like, a spiritual mentor. And this... And sort of, like, a medium and spiritual mentor. And these people, like, could also, like connect to his past life like see and this like his mentor told like talked to him about me and he said this okay and this person's story was exactly the same as mine it was a mirror he had a three-year relationship his like partner also cheated on him at the same time that it happened to me with like it was an exact mirror like our stories so um his mentor told him like you just met this person who came through your life for a specific reason and she is like a cushion you two are like a cushion for each other to go through this very difficult time both of you are going through and she told him you've met in many other past lives and you've always been like this kind of like pillow for each other and and some lives you ended up together and some you didn't but it's just uh like um they, you, you've always been like that person. Like your souls that have that relationship. Uh-huh, we have that specific relationship. And, oh my God, I, I got <laughs> goosebumps. And yes, it was, like right now, like he's a very dear friend of mine, like now. Yeah. But I really appreciate him. And that's like where I believe, like, oh my, he came to part, like to my life for a reason. Like this wasn't yeah. a coincidence. This was like just... Him. It was purposeful. Mm-hmm. Very purposeful, yeah. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, he hadn't told his mentor about you, right? No, no, no. He just told <laughs> he told her my my date of birth. That was it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So interesting. It's so interesting. Like, you can go very deep into these topics. Um, yeah. I just would really recommend you, like, to start with, like, something like, like, for example, the books we recommended. But there's a lot you can dig like dig into. Like I just I find myself deeper like digging deeper into spirituality every like every few months. <laughs> months yes, and, and we go through multiple awakenings in our life, and right. like each of them are teaching us new things, and we're deepening it in different ways. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really magical and really amazing. My fellow witch. But um, I want to move on to some like rapid fire questions okay. with you. So, you don't have to overthink them, like, whatever comes naturally to you. Okay. So, the first one is, what is a life mantra that you... Oh, my God. Three, three, three. Uh, Okay. (laughs) 
when, we, when she first got here, it was 2-2-2. And she had said that you woke up at like 2-2-2 in the morning yeah. last night. And today is April 22nd. Uh-huh. Anyway, so what is a life mantra that you have or like a quote that you live by? Everything happens for a reason. You are when you, where you need to be at the moment you need to be. That's exactly. my life. Life mantra. Mantra. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I think I live by that mantra too. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does your higher self mean to you? What does showing up as your higher self look like to you? Um, I think it's really following your heart. That's why, like, for me, the higher self is just following your heart, what you, what it wants, not your ego, not what people expect you to do, just what you really want. So it's not always yeah. easy to tap into your higher self or your true self, but when you do, you'll see everything, like, just flows more easily. Yes. Yes! <laughs> I mean, that's so true. And that's really hard. It's very hard, but you eventually learn how to do it. Yes, for sure. And what's your favorite food? Or one of your favorite foods? Oh my god. I don't, I don't know. I think fruits. We have a, yeah. lot, of, we have a lot of exotic fruits in Colombia um, that we don't have here. I think my favorite fruit in the world is called mangostino. It's just... I don't know. You can Google it. I've it's, never heard of it before. It's just like a white puffy, like, ah, oh, so sweet. Yeah? Yes, it's so good. It's so good. And it's from Colombia? It's, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's only from, like, that side of the equator, but it's my favorite. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Just Amazing. Just a lot of fruits, exotic fruits. That's my favorite food. <laughs> Amazing. That's the best. And do you, like, do you drink coffee or matcha? Yeah. Yeah? Do you prefer one or the other? Coffee, coffee. I'm Colombian. Coffee, coffee 100%. Yeah. What's your, do you have, like, a coffee order or, like, a way you like to make your coffee? Um, so, yeah, we have a way. Everything's Colombian. We have a way. We make it in Colombia, which is with brown sugar, like, from sugar cane. And just, like, in Colombia, we export the good coffee and we keep the bad coffee. <laughs> so, I just came to enjoy the bad coffee. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. It's like a connection to yeah. your, your culture. <laughs> yes. I love that so much. And yeah, is if there's one thing you want whoever's listening to remember, if they did not pay attention to the whole episode and they w- the just episode? heard this part, what j- would you want to leave them with? I would say just because you don't understand something does not mean it doesn't it isn't there or doesn't exist. And that's what I found out through science that everything's true until proven false so it's just like a sense of keeping an open mind because the fact that you don't understand or don't know the depths of something doesn't mean it's not there it doesn't exist it's just you need to like look deeper find uh, like find out more about it yes yeah that's so important (laughs) i love that so much so thank you so much for coming to the podcast i'm so excited for our line (laughs) together Thank you. Thank you for having me here. I'm very excited about this necklace. It's so pretty. I think it's the prettiest necklace I have launched so far. So everyone keep an eye on that because we have very limited units. It's all the way from Colombia. So it's yes. a very special necklace. It's very, very special and made with love. <laughs> and so very excited for you guys to see it. Make sure to tune in on Instagram to both of our pages for information on it we'll be talking about it on there and tell them where they can find you on instagram so you can find me on instagram like at mardeluna.accessorios we can put it on the description and same goes for the web page amazing mm-hmm. 
Thank you so much for coming. Thank you coming. so much. Oh, this was so amazing. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.